0: Alhamdulillah, Nahmadahu, نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ alayhi, من شرور Billahi, ومن سيئات and من يهدي الله Amadina. مضل له ومن Allahu Fala Mudallah, and many a Zilhu Fala Hadi Allahu, and many a Hadi Allahu, and many a Hadi Allahu, and many a Hadi Allahu, مَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ رَشَدَ وَاهْتَدَى وَمَنْ يَعْصِهِمَا فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ ضَلَّ وَإِنَّهُمْ لَيَضُرُّ إِلَّا نَفْسَهُ وَلَا يَذُرُّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا إِنَّ خَيْرَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَخَيْرَ الْهَدْيِ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الْأُمُورِ أَعْظَمُهَا وَشَغَلُ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلُّ بدا وَكُلُّ, بدا دلالة وكل دلالة قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد questions, please ask me to ask you to 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 ask اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظيمًا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ Today, while I'm standing in front of you, there are many different events are unfolding in the world. And the one on our minds is specifically about the Gaza. And I'm very well aware of that pretty much everywhere the khutub are discussing the subject of Gaza and supposed to be discussed the issue of Gaza and alhamdulillah the Ummah is waking up Ummah is uniting especially we can see for this issue that is happening with the Ummah today and it is nothing But the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal and the kalima of La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah is uniting us for this issue. Anything else uniting us for this issue is a false issue. The only reason that we gather, we unite, because Allah Azza wa Jal has united our hearts. Allah Azza wa says, وَأَلَّفَ لَوْ أَنفَقْتَ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا Subhanallah, Allah says that we are the one who united their hearts. Talking about al and Al-Khazraj. Those two tribes prior to Islam, they were engaged in many battles with each other. Allah said, And if you would have spent everything whatsoever is on the earth, you would not be able to unite them. So the thing that united the hearts of the Muslims. was the إِلَّا اللَّهُ مُحَمَّدُ رَسُولُ اللَّهُ is the one who united. وَلَكِنَّ But Allah is the one indeed. The one who united their hearts. And Allah ta'ala is the Aziz Now, while we are seeing what's happening in Gaza, I don't need to go into too much of a detail. I think most of us are very well aware of News is already publishing many of the issues that are going on. I'd like to talk about a little bit different issue, which is still connected to Gaza, inshallah. The issue that we are seeing in many parts of the world, when we are seeing the Muslim Ummah is getting united for this issue, then again, the very same sickness have been incited within the hearts of the Muslims, which is the issue of nationalism. And why am I bringing this up today while we are talking about Gaza? Because in parallel, what we are seeing while there are rallies and protests and all sorts of things are going on around the world for Gaza and Palestine, there is incitement of the nationalism in the Ummah is at the peak as well. In Pakistan, you see that millions of Afghans have been getting kicked out as called, these are refugees, these are the troublemakers, these are the ones who are causing all the issues to the economy of Pakistan. While these are our brothers and sisters in Islam, since when we think of each other as you are Awali or you are Pakistani or you are Palestinian or you are Egyptians, hence you are not welcome. And I will tell you when, since when, we are doing that as well. But this idea, this sickness that exists, that has been inserted into the hearts and minds of the Muslim Ummah have been incited again. These Muslim brothers and sisters and children and elderly, they have been living there in Pakistan for decades now. (laughs) Some of them have never been to Afghanistan because they were born in Pakistan. And to hide their incompetence, the rulers of Pakistan, they are hiding behind these kind of fake excuses that these are our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan. These are the ones that is the cause of what's happening in Pakistan today. While all these rulers, and I'm not going to go into the names of them, they steal millions and billions from the poor population of the Muslim world, no matter which part of the world you talk about, whether you talk about Pakistan today or you talk, I'll talk about other parts of the world as well. They steal the wealth of the Ummah, they take it away. They have their millions and millions of dollars of mansions outside of the country where they make, they steal the money from, and then they blame our own brothers and sisters for the poverty that's going on. <coughs> that poverty has nothing to. poverty that we are seeing in Pakistan. It is a fake poverty. There are people who are living there who are billionaires, while there's a huge population who's living below poverty level. And it's not that because the country does not have wealth. It is one of the wealthiest countries if you go and look at the resources the country has. One of the, the most fertile land in the world exists there. And out of that, only 30% is barely used for the purpose of that agriculture. One of the biggest resources of oil, one of the biggest resources of natural gas, and different minerals including gold exist there. And I'm not trying to make it up. Somebody will talk to me, we can talk to uh, talk afterwards. And then we talk about that, that these are the ones that are the, 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 the problem. While these people, we talk about the Afghanis in Pakistan, is the brothers and sisters who are from that region, they are very well aware of it. We never distinguish between them and Pakistanis. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> the borders are so fake, the people used to go back and forth without any kind of paperwork or anything. From the cultural perspective, you can't even distinguish who's from Afghanistan and who's from Pakistan. They speak the same language, they, they even wear the same kind of a clothing, the food and everything over there. And it's not the, up to only Pakistan. We find in Indonesia, we see in Bangladesh, they are kicking out the brothers and sisters from Rohingya. In the name of, they start talking about again, the very same rulers over there as well. They're hiding their sicknesses, their, their weaknesses, their faults, in the disguise of, all oh, these are refugees that's causing a problem in the problem in our lands. Does it stop there? No. Look at Lebanon. Look at Turkey. Turkey is trying to pick up about a million refugees from Syria, back to Syria, and they already have a plan that within a year, they will send all of them back. And no, it does not stop there either. The Lebanese are trying to do to the Palestinians. Iranians are trying to do the is and Egyptian today. When the Ghazans are in need, they are making sure their borders stay closed. Those brothers and sisters who are trying to even get medical help, they cannot pass those borders. And I will challenge those brothers who are from the area, they will tell you, it's not the Israeli army, that offensive army, is the one... That is an occupation army. I don't want to even call that. It is an IOF, Israeli occupation army. The one, they're not the one in general would be preventing or defi- the, 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 the Muslims to enter or go back and forth. You'll find more. The Jordanian government, the Jordanian army is the one, the front line, preventing the Muslims to go and help. You'll find the Egyptian army is the one, is the front line that is stopping anyone to go and enter their own brothers and sisters. Yes, they are impotent. They are incompetent. They don't want to help. Let those brothers and sisters go help them. But you'll find them, they are the one who prevent them. And then this idea of nationalism is, has been risen among them again. Allah is the one who united our hearts. And he has still have, you know, keep, keep, has kept our hearts united. This La Ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah is the thing that has kept us united. Look around ourselves, isn't this the, the idea? Isn't this the aqidah? Isn't this the idea of the Tawheed? That we are all gathered here, we are from different parts of the world, even in this room right now. This Iman, this Aqeedah does unite us and we cry. We cry we, when we see all the news in the world what's happening to the Muslim Ummah and even the world at large. <coughs> so, what is the thing that is disuniting us? Let's, my brothers and sisters, be careful and understand the reality of the world. Yes, we are connected by the Iman. Yes, we are connected by the Aqeedah. But the things which are keeping us disunited is the political disunity within the Ummah. That is the key idea. And this is what the colonializers have worked very well within the Muslim Ummah for centuries. It's nothing new. When we sit here and talk about Pakistan is different than Afghanistan, or Palestine is different than Jordan, or Lebanon, or Syria, or Iraq, or Turkey, there is a plan that was executed and well planned at the time when the Khilafah Ottomania was destroyed after First World War. Many of us here, sitting here, aware of what the sykes pico Treaty was. In 1916, 1917, when the sykes pico Treaty was created by the France and the Britain, and they chopped off our Muslim lands, took a map, start drawing lines. That belongs to France, that belongs to Britain, that belongs to Italy, that belongs to Russia. The main, main people who were taking over were France and Britain. And they are the one who drew, drew those lines. They are the one who gave those flags that we are waving around today and become very happy that I have my own flag, I have my own Independence Day, I have my own parade that I do on my Independence Day. Isn't that what the cause was? Isn't that, and go back further down how the missionaries were introduced into the Muslim lands. (coughs) And they were creating this idea of you are Arab. How come the Turks can rule over you? Oh, Turks, the Arabs are pulling you back. And they created a young Turks organization. They created the Arab League. (coughs) And the Muslims were gathered around them. And then while Those are The the Sharif family, they're thinking of, oh, they are the ones who are going to be getting the rule over the Mecca. They were backstabbed by the site Pico while they were making all these treaties over there. And on top of it, in 1917, when the Zionist Rothschild, when he approached the Britain and they came up with the Belfort Declaration, and the result of that was, we know what's going on today. The Palestine was given in 1948 and then slowly and gradually the Nakba happened and then another Nakba is going on. The Nakba which is bigger than the last Nakba, if you want to talk about that. Even by the numbers if you want to talk about that. There were 15,000 were killed at that time, 750,000 were displaced, today over 22,000 have been killed. Women, children, and elderly, uh, they don't even want to distinguish who's getting killed. Thousands and thousands of houses. Hospitals, schools, and massages, churches, and so on and so forth have been destroyed. Over about 2.3 million people have already been displaced. This is the reality that we are living in. And that is because of we are holding on to our own stupid, silly national borders, nation-state that was given to us by the colonialists to keep us under control. We have to leave. We have to break out of these shackles and unite under one leadership. And this is what Islam has given us. How long are we going to just think, oh, this is not doable? How long are we going back to the kufr laws and thinking they are going to help us? Are you looking for... The, 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 the rulings of the jahiliyyah, of the kufr? man, أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ حكمة Which hukum is better than the hukum of Allah Why do we have to think while we have the best thing available? Which is the deen of Allah Azza wa Isn't that the very same deen that united the people who were up there next? The and awesome Khazars, Allah Azza wa united their hearts together? Rasulullah created the brotherhood that we see the Rabi'a bin Amr and Abdurrahman bin Auf the kind of brotherhood between them and many many other Ansar and Muhajirin. that Rasulullah Allah created brotherhood among them. When we see the Amr bin Amr, Rabi'a bin Amr, he is willing to give half of his wealth to Abdurrahman bin Auf. Because of just one thing because Muhammad, وسلم, the Messenger of Allah, they understood that Allah what he said it is from Allah, وجل, that was enough for them, that Muhammad وسلم, has created the Brotherhood and stick by that, and hence he was willing to give, one of the richest people in Medina, willing to give half his wealth. Even he said that if he if he wishes, he will divorce two out of two of his wife, he will divorce one of the wife, and by the will of Sheba, she is agreed. She, she can, he can marry her as well Of course that did not happen But this was the extent of the brotherhood that they had This is the extent of the brotherhood The Muslims had And Muslims still have Wallahu al We still have the brotherhood This is why we wake up Whenever we look at the phone Only thing that we can look at is destruction happening And that makes us cry And we want to do something Something to the point we say, okay, we'll go and do boycott of this thing or that thing, whatever I can do within my limitations. But brothers and sisters, we have to understand when we want to do something, it is not just so I can calm my heart down or I can stop crying. No, we want to do this because what Allah has so jelly has commanded us to. Do. Because this is an obligation on us. And not only, this is because of Palestine. I want to make sure we understand that this is not the issue of Palestinian nationalism today now. No, it is a Muslim thing. We are the one who are supposed to be the barriers of the justice and the justice defines Allah Azza wa Allah Subhanahu wa you are the best nation. You are the, the just nation. You are the witnesses of all mankind, and Muhammad was witness Sallallahu Alaihi So if we want, whether it's the issue of waza to be resolved, whether it's the issue of Rohingya to be resolved, whether if we want to resolve the issue of Afghan Muhajireen, Afghan refugees to be resolved, all, all these nation-state borders that we have been divided with, we have to return back to Allah Jalla. We have to be not only united by Iman and Aqeedah, but we have to be united in a political manner as well. We have to be under one leadership that Allah Azza wa has given to us. Iman Qurtubi, he talks about this verse, that this is the obligation Allah Azza wa has clearly defined in Surah Al-Baqarah, at the time of the creation of Adam Alayhi Salaam, that Allah has created this Khalifa on the, on the earth. And that is the that is the obligation that all of us carry on our shoulders today and this is the one that solves the political disunity of the ummah and unite muslim ummah under the flag of la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah not the flag of the colonists that has given to the muslim ummah. thank you for listening to this podcast podcasts on current events islamic guidance